Welcome to the Holistic Hotties Podcast. I'm your host, Kat Mansfield, and I'm on a mission to help you feel good naked. Not just with your clothes off, but with your masks off. Completely you, completely naked. I want to help you fall so in love with yourself that you can't help but feel good naked. I'm a certified holistic health coach, meditation teacher, and yoga teacher traveling around the world to further satiate a curiosity for all things healing and true. Feeling good naked is so much more than eating healthily, the bubble baths, and the spa days. It's that deep sense of security, that deep sense of safety in your own body. Here, we're going to talk about how to overcome the roadblocks, the mindsets, the beliefs, and the self-imposed limitations that are keeping you from embodying the most radiant, holistically hot version of you. By pressing play, you're one step closer to feeling good naked. Let's do this. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Holistic Hotties. I am so glad you're here, and happy Thanksgiving week to everybody listening in the States. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays, and after traveling for the last five years, I haven't really been able to even experience one back in the States. So this will be my first one back with family, and I feel so grateful. I feel so grateful to be able to spend this time with family and celebrate over food and cook together and just be in each other's company. It is such a blessing. That being said, the holiday season, whether it be Thanksgiving, whether it be Christmas, can also bring up a lot of wounds and a lot of triggers for people. And I know for myself, when I go home, I notice where I fall back into certain dynamics, whether it be with siblings, whether it be with parents, whether it be the place and role I play in the family system of being the helper or being the mediator or being the people pleaser. So although holidays are so beautiful and if we have people to spend them with, whether it be friends, whether it be family, spending time intentionally with one another is such a beautiful part of this life. There's also a shadow aspect to it. And that is real. That is true. A lot of people, I think, feel this around this time of the year. So today, I want to talk about how to show up and how to implement boundaries during the holiday season. So first of all, I want to talk about what boundaries are. Boundaries are essentially our way of communicating with other people how to treat us. There are guidelines that we give to people and they're the standards that we set. It's essentially how we communicate to somebody, I will tolerate this, I will not tolerate this, this is how I expect to be treated, and in return, this is how I will show up in this dynamic. And I freaking love boundaries. I feel like there's something that are really difficult to begin to implement. But then once you do, oh my gosh, it's so addicting. It's like, you get a boundary, you get a boundary, everybody gets a boundary. And literally, it's like, once you start doing it, it feels so much more natural. You feel so much more comfortable communicating to people what you need, what what your standard is for the relationship, for the way they communicate with you, for the time that you have to give to somebody it becomes so much easier to stand in your boundary and feel safe, feel secure in knowing that by having a boundary, you're not going to lose anybody. And if you do lose them, then they're not meant to be in your life. And they essentially have their own work to do of like being able to support and exist within other people's boundaries. And I think the first thing to tackle here in beginning to become comfortable 
communicating your boundaries is acknowledging and disproving, saying no to the idea that boundaries are selfish. So many of us have been conditioned, especially if you're a woman. And again, I'm just speaking from my experience and the other woman in my life that I've spoken to about this. It is so natural for us to give, for us to be conditioned to give everything we can. And our worth, our value is placed in that willingness to give, despite where our levels of energy are, despite where our own self-care practices are. We are conditioned to give everything we can to other people. And something I'm so passionate about questioning and disproving is that idea that boundaries are selfish. In fact, boundaries are the least selfish thing you can do because by taking care of you, by protecting your energy, by watering and nurturing yourself, your energy, your ability to show up in your light, in your essence, you then get to give more to other people. You get to give from a full cup. You get to overflow into other people. It's when we adopt this idea that boundaries are selfish, boundaries will make people think I'm into myself, that we then become exhausted, that we then become resentful, that we then begin to self-abandon over and over and over for the sake of appeasing other people and for the sake of making everybody else around us feel comfortable, feel taken care of, even though us ourselves don't feel taken care of, even though we may feel empty and like we're running on fumes. So this idea that boundaries are selfish, I beg you to question I beg you to get still, look at where you may have adopted this belief and question it. I mean, this example is perhaps a little bit cliche, but we all know it, where you have to put your oxygen mask on first before you can assist anybody else on the plane. Because if you can't breathe, how are you ever meant to show up for somebody else? How can you expect to help to be there, to hold space for anybody else if you're neglecting yourself, if you're neglecting doing those things for you. So I am here to remind you, I'm here to beg you to remind yourself that boundaries are not selfish. They are the exact opposite. They allow you, they give you permission to be selfless. When you feel full, when you feel filled up, when you've taken care of you, oh man, you can show up in a completely different energy, a completely different way. There's no resentment. There's no expectation that you've put on yourself as to what you owe anybody else. It's just, let me hold space. Let me be present with you because I have the capacity and ability to, because I've taken care of me already. And so that can look like a lot of different things, especially around the holiday season. That can look like saying, this is how much time I have to spend with you or at your house or with this family member. This is how much time I have to spend. And that's not negotiable. Like these boundaries are there for us. We implement them to protect our energy, to protect our our light. So these boundaries are there and we implement these boundaries for us. And anybody else's reaction to them, anybody else's emotional reaction especially, has nothing to do with us. That is their stuff. So I know that can be easier said than done, especially when we go into a family dynamic where we've become accustomed to self-abandoning to some degree to maintain peace and equanimity in a household. 
I know in my life, that is something I became very accustomed to. I was like, I will do whatever it takes to make sure there's no tension. And that means what I need doesn't matter. And carrying that into adulthood is brutal. And that's where this work comes in of getting still coming back to home and being like, actually, what I need and what I what I need and the boundaries that I have in place to protect me, to nourish me, are actually the most important thing. So anybody else who's not able to hold space for them, who's not able to meet those, okay, it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with my worth, my value, my lovability. That is their stuff. That is them putting expectations, putting standards onto you when that's not their place. That's not their right. You get to take care of you. I think that's the other thing that comes into play so often that keeps people from implementing boundaries or even exploring what their boundaries may be is that we've become so scared of what people's reactions will be if we implement a boundary. If we say, I only have three hours on this evening to spend with you. I'm really excited and I can't wait to be present and connect with you during that time, but that's the time I'm able to give you. We're so scared of how people may react to that, that we don't implement it. We don't say anything. We don't communicate. And then we begin to resent the situation. We begin to react to them. And then it turns into this cycle of reaction between two people, as opposed to two people being able to be present and still and respond to each other from a place of love and compassion, which is what we want when we're with family, right? Or friends, like, or with humans. <laughs> what we want in general is to be able to communicate from a place of peace, from a regulated nervous system where we can communicate what we need despite whatever reaction is going to be. Because again, I think it's just so important to remember that somebody's reaction to your boundary is not up to you. That is not in your control. What is in your control is how you communicate your boundary in the way that you respond to their reaction. So let's say that somebody has an emotional reaction to your boundary. You get to respond, again, from a place of peace, from a place of stillness and say, I hear you, but this is my boundary. This is what I'm able to offer in this moment. This is what I'm able to offer on this day, whether it be Thanksgiving, whether it be a weekend, whether it be Christmas, wh whatever it is, like not just holiday season, but especially during holiday season, it is so important to stay true and remain true to you and your energy levels and the dynamics that energize you as opposed to the ones that fuel toxicity and drain you of energy where you find yourself feeling small, where you find yourself feeling degraded and disrespected. Like those dynamics are real, especially in a lot of families. I feel extremely blessed that that's not the case with my family. I feel so supported and held and seen and respected and heard, especially as I started to communicate more boundaries within my nuclear family and my extended family. So I feel so blessed for that. But I know so many people and I have this conversation a lot with people where that's not the case, where parents or siblings or aunts, uncles, grandparents, whatever it is, there's somebody or there's some dynamic that makes them feel small, that takes them out of their ability to feel embodied, to feel big, to take up space and brings them back into that child version of self, that little version of self that is doing whatever they can to survive. And in those moments are when we start to self-abandon, when we find ourselves in that dysregulated nervous system, in that little child body and brain that will do anything to survive. 
And so taking these small steps to understand what your boundaries are, to get still and observe which dynamics leave you feeling de-energized, leave you feeling drained, and beginning to create boundaries around yourself, around how you can protect your energy, protect yourself from being exposed to that, especially for extended periods of time while you may be together over the holidays. And I think it's also really important to clarify, it's not about blaming. It's not about blaming the other person for creating this dynamic or not being able to respect your boundary. Everybody is doing the best they can with what they know. That goes for our parents. That goes for our siblings. That goes for our extended family. That goes for ourselves. We're all doing the best they can with what we have to work with in this moment. We are all just trying to show up in a way that we feel safe. And so when you see it that way, there's just so much more compassion that we're able to have for a family member or parent or sibling when and if they react to a boundary from an emotionally dysregulated place. And perhaps it feels like they're attacking you. Perhaps it feels like it's toxic in their reaction. But again, they're just reacting the only way they know how with what they know, with, with the level of consciousness and the tools that they have to regulate themselves is where they're operating from. So again, it gives us the ability to have more compassion, to show up during the holidays after communicating our boundaries, and then despite anybody else's reaction, still loving them, still seeing them, still hearing them, still acknowledging their light, their presence, what they may be dealing with in their own life, in their own, on their own journey. We still get to observe acknowledge and love them for that. But it doesn't mean that we also have to jump into shark infested waters with them. We don't get, we don't have to do that. <laughs> we get to choose where we place ourselves, where we place our mind. We have complete sovereignty and complete choice and power in making these decisions. And at any moment that you feel otherwise, I invite you to get still and question, question that expectation of self? Is it something you're putting on yourself? Is it something that you feel you have to do for X, Y, Z or for a certain so-and-so to be happy? Is it is it something that you're telling yourself you have to do? Because nine times out of 10, you don't. We don't have to do anything. We are free on this planet. It is also something to be so grateful for is that we are free to make the decisions that we want to make. We are free to spend time with the people we want to spend time with. We are free to communicate the way that we choose to communicate with people. And we're free to choose what we accept, who we choose to be around us. We get to choose the people that surround us in our life. And yes, on holidays, it may feel like that's not the case, but it still is. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be anywhere. And that is where you get to stand in your body, create your boundaries specific to you, specific to your healing and your journey and communicate them compassionately and with no expectation of how the other person may or may not react, but instead communicating them and being open, holding space for whatever the reaction is, but then coming back to you, coming back to your breath, and remaining true to that boundary. Because I think another thing that happens oftentimes, and this happens to me and has happened to me all the time in the past on this journey of beginning to understand what my boundaries are, how to communicate them, how to hold space for other people hearing them and reacting to them, 
is once we see a reaction or somebody may, you know, react from an emotionally dysregulated place, it feels like they're attacking us, they can't understand our boundary, they may say we're selfish, whatever it is, then we compromise, then we get small, then we abandon what our boundary is, and we people please. And that is also, it's a dangerous dance. So it's just as important to communicate the boundary as it is to remain true to it, as it is to hold it. And it feels extremely uncomfortable. It's like holding your breath for that extra five seconds. You're like, I'm going to pass out. But then you don't, <laughs> you don't, and it's okay. And it, you will continue. You will be okay. The person or the dynamic that you're aiming to please, that you're aiming to placate will still exist despite that boundary being in place. The only difference is now they know what your standard is. They know what you will tolerate and what you will not. And over time, not only does this communicate to yourself by implementing boundaries that you are worthy, that you are capable and meant to take up space on this planet, but over time it communicates to everybody in your life that this person knows who they are, that this person stands for what they need, for what they believe in. And over time, that garners a lot of respect. You'll notice the people in your life who don't people please, the people in your life who aren't malleable to everybody else's needs around them, but instead stay true to what they need, show up for other people, yes, but stay true to what they need. People don't really fuck with them. <laughs> people don't really question their boundaries. They don't push. They don't try to penetrate the boundary because over time, this person has held them. They've communicated, whether it be silently or explicitly, that these are my boundaries and I will not abandon them. So I hope this episode has given you the permission, has reminded you that despite what time of year it is, whether it's the holiday season, whether it's any other time of the year, you, your boundaries and your energy are important. They are the most important thing because it allows you to then show up for everybody else that you love in your life from a place of compassion, from a place of stillness, from a place of healing and loving for yourself. That has to be the way it is. It just, it just does. Like you have to choose you. And that doesn't mean exiling anybody else in the process. In some extreme cases, it does. But for most of us, that doesn't mean exiling anybody else to choose us. It means choosing us and creating, communicating, and staying true to the boundaries that allow us to flourish, allow us to heal, allow us to shine. So this holiday season, I invite you to find more stillness. Come back to your practices, come back to your tools, whether that be yoga, whether that be journaling, whether that be meditation, I invite you to come back to these so that in these moments where you are met with a family member or a conversation or comment that feels toxic, that feels triggering, you have the tools to come back to your nervous system, to regulate, to come back to the breath, come back to home, and then communicate. So I hope this episode was helpful. I hope it gets you ready to move into the holiday season for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, New Year, and all the holidays after that. If you think this will help anybody in your life, feel free to send it their way. Share the love, share the episode, share the healing. And I can't wait to be back next week. We will be discussing something else. I don't know what yet, <laughs> but something else 
healing and holistically hot. <laughs> All the things. Okay, we will talk next week. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye-bye.